Previously on Rated RPG. <laughs> the shrunken vehicle, covered in lycanthropes, clinging on it for dear life, hits a, hits a bump in the road, which, at full size, wouldn't have been an issue whatsoever. But for the smaller size, is now a ramp that launches it into the air. It flips upside down, sending were-rats and werebores flying in all directions, and lands flat on its back in this dust cloud just billows everywhere and you guys kind of look in your you know rear view mirrors and you're like wow those guys suck <laughs> yeah you don't mess with the gorgeous phoenix brigade welcome lizard folk and gnomes bugbears and bards <laughs> to rated rpg the actual play show slash podcast where we play dungeons and dragons Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. So uh, you guys eventually drive out onto sort of an open field where there is a large hill. And you can see as you approach it that the hill is kind of covered in trees uh, that are like this dull gray color that don't appear to have any sort of foliage on them. The trees kind of like go along like this path up the hill. It's got some jagged sort of like cliffs along it so it's not like you can just it's not like a perfectly round hill like on the background of your microsoft computer desktop but you know it's got like a path that kind of goes up it and it's too small these paths for your your vehicles do you uh park your vehicles and go out on foot yeah mm-hmm. you park your vehicles turn them off and uh start hiking up the uh the trail as uh you get closer you can see that these trees that you thought were just, you know, gray, dull, barked trees appear to be made of wrought iron. Somebody forged these trees out of twisted bits of metal. And not only that, but these trees that line this trail leading to the summit have people impaled on their branches. Mm. These people don't appear to be dead either. Uh, they are writhing and screaming as blood is sort of pouring out of the wounds that they have. And not only that, but sturges, a cloud of sturges, are feeding on the blood that is dripping out of their wounds. Sturges are basically like mosquitoes, but like the size of a large rat. In, in large groups, they are very scary, actually. There is just dozens and dozens of these trees going up this path, each one impaled with several of these people. What do you do? So we have to go through this way to get to... Lulu is, uh, she, you know, she's flying around with you guys. She's like, this is the place, I think. Mm. This is what my dream was telling me to go to. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And we can't drive here? You can't drive up it, no. Okay. Do you guys want me to shrink the vehicles and bring them up to... <laughs> <laughs> to the top of the hill? <laughs> We might need that for the drive home. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to sneak past all this stuff... I got invisibility and enhanceability could help. I don't know. I don't have any I don't have any spells to offer. I'll cast this. Pass Without Trace. Is that just one person or the whole party? A whole party, as long as we're within 30 feet of Glovejack. Right. Oh, never mind. Yeah, let's try that. Let's get it popping. Gives us a plus 10 to our stealth. Sure. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Glovejack, you, you know, worried about perhaps being spotted or heard by something ungood. (laughs) Something foul. I'm worried about them (laughs) being spotted. 
you weave some magic to sort of silence their footsteps and cover their tracks. Do you start moving up the hill? Yes, we do. One of the uh, people impaled on this uh, these trees starts to scream. He seems to have noticed notice you, and he's like, ah, Help me! Should we make a stealth check to keep that kind of shit from happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You guys had cast it, but you didn't stealth it. <laughs> stealth check away! I guess we should be doing that, shouldn't we? So 13 plus 10? Plus 10, so okay. 23. He's like, help me! Wait, where'd you go? <laughs> Seriously, you guys were right there. What the hell? You're all just like backed up against the cliff like you can't see us, Katie. All right, so you have disadvantage. So that is a 5, but a 15 because of the plus 10. And then, holy shit, a 31. <laughs> okay, so many of you guys very, very stealthy. Not so much. Maybe Bobby's the one that, uh, that the guy impaled on the tree spotted. Yeah. And Lulu is like, we can't just leave these... Poor boys impaled on the tree, can we? What would you have us do, Lulu? I, I I, don't know. We could take them down, maybe treat their wounds. How many of them are there? There's got to be dozens. At least you could feed them a good berry, right? Uh, yeah, to prolong their suffering, maybe. <laughs> um, Guys, do we want to help these poor souls out? In a way, I want to help everyone, you maybe, know? Maybe come back for them. I mean, We're on a mission. Aren't we going to help them out by doing our mission and... I feel like if we can stop the people who put them up here, then, then we, we can, can help, help the, the future, future and the present. The past must be real. The future must be real. They could be your now. That means past, present, future, all equally real. Yeah, it's too late for these guys. There's no way we're going to be able to heal all of them. No. Well, I, I do have 14, like 14, 16 good berries left. 16? Well, at the very least, you can... Heal and feed 16 people. Well, you could do that, Lulu. Here, take the good berries. I don't want Lulu to have to do that alone. Maybe you two could go Nancy Drew Adventure that shit and we keep going forward. Just a little bit. Lulu, he's got a point. We can't do this for everyone. <sighs> All right. You guys are the boss. You can tell that she's clearly very sad. I am also sad by this, but I, I have no choice. I mean, aren't these people who were... Sent yeah, but there's still people. <laughs> <laughs> There's just not good ones. So, like, we'll we'll reprieve their pain, and then it'll go back to infinite pain forever. Let, let me just—I think I see something. She uh she flies up to uh, one of the one of the people impaled on the uh, tree, and he's like, "Oh God, save, save me! Yeah, you can see me, right? You're real." And she's just like, "I'm sorry, dear. I I can't wait. What's this?" And uh, she's like, "It's it says his name is Brandon Fa Fabulantis. Brandon Fabulantis. He was a he was a knight. He was one of the Blood Riders, and his crime was betraying Zariel. Oh, Hell Rider. Yeah. Oh yeah. He needs to go on that tree. Then he needs to be there. He betrayed Zariel. Yeah, he did. I guess he did. I think I think all these guys did. She starts flying." between the other uh, men impaled on the trees. Turns out that they each and every one of them has a little piece of wood sort of like nailed onto the uh, onto these iron trees with their name and the deed that has caused them to have this punishment. And they're, it's all some form of treachery to Zeriel. Wait, though. Treachery before she became evil or after? Well, it doesn't say. Ooh. <laughs> In that tapestry, they weren't with her during the second part of the fight. 
So does that mean they betrayed her first and then she just quit after? We didn't get a lot of details from Max. I know, this it's all so hazy. I wish I could tell you, because I was definitely there. Oh, that's it. <laughs> what, if, what if we pulled one of them down, gave him a good berry, right? Gave him a little bit of health, and then really grilled them on it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I suppose we could do that if I we mean, think it's going to be safe. What about all those bugs? Wait, bugs? Yeah. Sturges. Oh, is it worth it? Like, what information could he even give us? We know that he pissed off Zariel. We know that Zeriel's evil, so what is he going to fill in the blanks on that's important? Well, Mad Maggie wants to know this information. It's worth a lot to her. Yeah, but she's also got, like, piles of little shit in her house. I don't trust her <laughs> judgment <laughs> all the way. <laughs> well, don't you want to know what happened? Honestly, I'm just along for the vibes most mm. of the time. I pee in people's mouths. I get some chuckles. I get laid. <laughs> I mean, that's what I came for. That's why I came to hell. Hey, these are all good points. Um, <laughs> Well, they are soldiers, so I I feel a little bit poor. I mean, then let's pull one down. I'm with the team on this one. I mean, if you guys think it's worth it, uh, let's do it. I want to ask Lulu, what do you think is going to happen when we take one of these guys off their, their pain tree? Do you think Zeriel's going to be like, oh, nope, they have to be on the tree? I surely don't know. Maybe we don't need to bother with them. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe they'll talk when they're on the tree. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Give him a good berry on the tree and then see if he'll give you some information. All right. I am purely uh, a non-player character whose purpose is I'm gonna to... I'm going to go up and give a good berry. ...assist you. I'm going to climb up. I lack agency and I'm unable to make decisions for myself. Well, we, we feel the DM wants us to notice these people. <laughs> but... If said DM were a real individual, they could also be trying to trick you into doing something that wasn't helpful for you. It's happened before. So it's hard to know. Turnip isn't farmer. It? Oh yeah, that son of a biscuit. Are Sturges <laughs> a tough creature to fight? Not particularly, but they're very small. We could beat my dumb shit a lot though. Big yeah, we numbers. Do. We big yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah, let's let's not. They sound yeah. like Sturges sound like something that will, will like, defeat us instantly. Us, right? Yeah. We won't be able to do anything. I'll choke. It'll yeah, just... you know, race is making some good points. I, I think. Uh, Let's stick to the plan. Club Jig said, maybe we come back. I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. All right, suit yourself. Let's, <sighs> at least you're open to the idea of saving these people, and that's kind of what I wanted to hear. A win-win. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so you guys continue onward. Stealthy, try not to attack too much attention. It's kind of like Jesus and the lepers. You guys ever read the Bible? You guys hear about that story? Of sections. You ever heard of that book? If you don't want to talk the way this Bible talks, you should keep your mouth shut. It's kind of like, you know, he's surrounded by lepers, and he's like, I can't heal all you guys. Leave me alone. That's what you guys are doing pretty much right now. <laughs> There's some kind of penis spike up ahead. I see a rune. Some kind of rune stone up there. So you guys uh, continue onwards, and you find more and more of these impaled knights on these iron trees. It's sad. And as you begin to approach the summit, you see that at the top is a very large one of these trees. From the point that you're at right now, you can actually see the tips of it poking out over the, even the cliff that you're in front of. So it's clearly a very large, probably very important one of these trees. More blood-curdling screams as you pass by. Sorry, guys. People. Really sorry. Sorry. In a hurry. Until finally you reach the summit and you see that there is what appears to be an elf impaled 
on this, the largest tree. Elf? Yeah. Like a Keebler? No, like... Or uh, an elf on a shelf. <laughs> an elf impaled on a jagged metal <laughs> shelf. Call me Elf one more time. Yeah, what does he look like? Oh, shit. I think I can show you. Looks kind of like Luke Perry. Show to everyone. Do you see it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Oh, that sucks. Is that a drow? His skin is incredibly pale. Oh, I guess that's the opposite. Of there are some drow with, with pale skin, but it's the yellow hair, actually, that, that throws you off. Maybe we should give him a berry. <laughs> yes. Is there a plaque saying what, what he did? First of all, do you try to stealth and be quiet yes. as you're approaching? Yeah. All right. So you guys can go ahead and roll another stealth check real fast. Yeah. All right. So you guys are so far pretty darn stealthy. Yep. Even with disadvantage, you got a 17. It's pretty good. All right. So uh, this elf, uh, his eyes are closed, and he doesn't seem to hear you guys approach. Nice. I got a 41. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. You think, though, that in order to get close enough to read his plaque, you would have to – there's no way – he wouldn't be able to tell you're there. Even with a 41 stealth check? Yeah, because how, how could you realistically get that close to him without him? How could a bugbear sneak at all, realistically? <laughs> <laughs> you're out in the open, you know. Okay, so if he was invisible and had a 41 Ooh. stealth. But I am past without trace. And I do have invisibility. If you cast invisibility on him with a 41 stealth, there's no way. Unless people have blind sight or, like, some sort of other extraordinary ability to sense things. Are you guys scared of this <laughs> pale elf impaled on a massive tree in hell? What's scary about him? He's just a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, all nice, nice people get impaled. Nice little elf. Elf on a shelf. Do we see any similar, like, wooden plaque as the other people? Yep. Uh, from where you guys are, though, it's it's hard, too hard to, to read. Lulu actually literally had to, like, fly up uh, to each oh. one to read them. I'm going to stealth myself up there. Okay. So, uh, Gludjag, you approach, and you go to read the plaque, and you kind of squint your eyes as you are getting closer because the writing is so small. It's almost like you're not really meant to be able to read it from up there. This isn't designed with tourists in mind, necessarily. <laughs> But you're able to just barely make out uh, what it says. What is this, a Dr. Bronner's soap bottle? (laughs) It says, Jander Sunstar, vampire, follower of Zeriel, betrayed Zeriel. This is his eternal punishment. Oh, vampire, I don't, uh, no thank you. Uh, Lulu, what do you think, vampire? Oh, man, hold on. You said his name was Jander? Jander Sunstar? Jander Sunstar. Oh, my gosh. You remember him? Uh, I'm starting to remember some things. What do you do? Oh, dear. She uh, she actually looks over at Jander, and a look of pity kind of crosses her face. He was a, he was a vampire, but he was he was a good vampire. He tried to he tried to redeem himself by joining Zariel in our crusade. Uh but but unfortunately, he was with Harriman. Yeah, Harriman. And the rest of us, when we assaulted Hell, and I remember that he charged through the portal and he panicked. He couldn't handle it. As soon as he saw everything that Hell had, the horrors of this place, he turned around and fled straight back through the portal. He betrayed all of us. I didn't realize, though, that he died. Last I knew, he just ran away well he's not he's not dead he's here he's uh stuck on this metal tree 
But, you know, we, maybe we peel him down and we uh, give him a good berry. Or bury him Who good. Aren't all these people dead? They've been banished to hell. Yeah, good point. Uh, oh, boy. I mean, you already know my, uh, my opinion on the matter. I think saving any of these people is good. But Jander, I mean, he, he really was trying to redeem himself. And it, he was a coward, unfortunately. But, I mean... It's hell. It's kind of to be expected. Why don't you go talk to him? I could try. I could try talking to him. Sure. I think I want to talk to him. You want to talk to him? Maybe you go with Lulu. Then that way she can uh, introduce you, yeah. and then race you talk your magic. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All Lulu, right. Walk, introduce me, please. She uh she starts flying up to him, and you guys uh after sort of observing him being you know poked at by the Sturges, you realize that they're not draining blood from him. The Sturges. They're actually draining blood from everyone else and injecting it into Jander. To keep him alive. Oh my god, that's horrific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, she flies up and uh, the Sturge is sort of like swarming around, sort of don't even really seem to notice or care. Uh, they just keep doing their bloody business. And she sort of like gets up to his face and sort of like taps him on the cheek uh, with her trunk. And she says, Jander, Jander, wake up, buddy. It's me, Lulu. And uh, Jander, like, opens his eyes and says, What? What are you doing? And she's like, Oh, we're here to uh, rescue you, I think. Uh, my friends want to talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lulu. It's okay, honey. And she, like, pats him on the head. You did your best. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I was too weak. I threw myself into the sun. I couldn't live with my betrayal. You threw yourself into the sun? Oh, right, because you're a vampire, so that kills you. I I couldn't live with what I did, being a, a coward, getting you all killed. She's like, oh. this is Race, the roaster. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy. <laughs> Buddy, look, we've all been through things we regret, trust me. I once woke up next to two bugbears and an orc. It was filthy. Not proud of it. But you can't live in the past. What we are here to do is to get this place out of hell and maybe fix some shit. I don't, I'm fuzzy on the details. We've been drinking and driving. But what I can tell you is this. How about I get you down from there and you fill us in on our blanks? Yes, I'll do anything I can to help. My God, that's what I like to hear. Um, there's not any, like, booby traps, right? Like, if I help you down, there's not going to be, like, some spikes coming out of my feet or some dumb shit or an invisible ghost zombie. Like, I just, we've had a lot of problems, like, no poison. I'm a little, you know, you feel me? Just watch out for Haruman. Oh, fuck. Okay. Harriman. Where is Harriman? <laughs> yeah, where, where is, is he? Sounds like a jerk. Is he nearby? Is he the one who did this to you? Yes. Shit. Um, he was one of Zariel's most devoted hell riders. He followed her into hell, and followed her when she fell. He rides a steed made of. Fire and shadows. He's beyond any of you. He put me and everyone else on these trees. 
calls it the coward's way. I mean, he followed a woman and betrayed his own religion, and he didn't even get the sleeper to who's really the coward. Anyways, let's go ahead and get you off of this trend. We'll deal with Harrowman later. No one's beyond. Also, my name is Race. This is my squad, the realest niggas in the city, Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, and we're here to set shit right. Let's get him off the tree. Shouldn't, I'll, we, I'll leave uh, them. shouldn't we ask him what happens when we take him off oh. the tree? Oh! <laughs> well, this one, I wanted someone else to come. But, but, hey, what happens if I take you off the tree? Does that seem like a bell or a, some fireworks or something that Harriman's going to show up and say a long monologue about he's the true justice and whatever villains do? I haven't been off this tree since I got put on it, so I don't know. Has anyone ever been freed from here is a good question I should ask. Not that I know of. Huh. What did all those other guys do? We are all cowards or traitors or both. Traitors as in they didn't follow her into evil? Well, many of us fled upon arrival. Some of us fled a little while later, others didn't follow her into her fall. Doesn't sound like traitors to me. I want to check out this uh, rune stone here. See, maybe these are like the alarms that will go mm. off or like something. Like a religion check or something? Yeah, anything that I can do to get an idea. Because if we pull him off and mm. then Harrowman shows up, we're screwed. He's, well, he said he's beyond us, but is he under us? You know what I mean? Right. You gotta do the mathematics. Are we on top of a giant pecan pie? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. What should I be rolling here? Uh, you can make an insight mm. check. Insight's good. Put this. Hey. Ah. An eight. Mm. Nothing comes to mind. You can make a religion check. That'll be my saving grace. Here we go. Those classic Big religion time. checks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Twelve. Uh, really much. Comes from your. Does anyone else want to do it? I'll assist you. Um, I'll do it. Man, I'm so bad at both. I can of do those. a religion check while you guys are chatting. I'll assist you. So if if Haramon is the right hand or one of the right hands of one of the hands of Zeriel, uh, that means he's probably a pretty powerful devil. Um, you haven't seen him or had any sort of description of him other than that he rides on a, a steed made of fire and shadows. Uh, to you, that sounds like a nightmare. Nightmares can fly. They move pretty fast. They're ferocious combatants, but not really that devastating. But typically, people who ride nightmares tend to be blackguards, fallen paladins, you know, that kind of stuff. Eldritch and knights. Those guys can be pretty strong. I know that their attack and defense are um, equal to the number of cards you have in your hand. What? <laughs> That's some magic the gathering. <laughs> Deep cuts there. Um, so, you know, from the limited amount of time that you spent here in hell, it seems like it's pretty it's pretty much like you'll have a powerful devil that is in control of an area and territory is very important in hell because everybody's lawful, you know, they follow the rules. So this is most likely Haramon's territory. And so the things that are in it probably are working for him. You know, I'm trying to give you some sort of information without giving much away. So these could be alarms, these runes. They could be. They just look like rocks to you. 
But you're saying he's got minions and he's powerful. If this is his land, he has a lot of control over what happens in it and a lot of like special abilities, you know, tied to his land. Why do we want to pull him off? Because he can help us. But do we need the help? I mean, we're here for a reason. Yeah. I think he can help us. He's being kept if he alive. Can, if, he can, if we can bring him back up to his old strength, might be an ally to us. I don't yeah. Know. This is this is the place my dream was pointing me towards. Although, I don't see the sword here, and there's no no citadel, no uh, no fortress. I, I could swear that that's what I was imagining and remembering. But but this is clearly where the dream was pointing. So we must we must have to do something here. Maybe this is all an illusion. Maybe we need to finish off our friend here. Maybe we need to pull everyone off the trees. That sounds like a lot of time for everybody. Hey, things that are worth it take time. Unless you do it real fast like a Band-Aid. Kozlo reaches up and grabs him and pulls him off the tree. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This guy just rips him right off. That's, yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah. All right, then. That's a decision. This is some GPB shit. Let's go. Right. It looks like you made a decision. So Would there... you like some help with that? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a pretty large eruption of, of blood as you pull him off the, uh, <laughs> the massive spikes that are impaling his chest. And uh, he... He, he looks up as you kind of like fall back and the full weight of him gets on you. It almost knocks you to your feet. Uh, but he's able to weakly stand for a moment as he has his hands kind of on your shoulder and he looks directly in your eyes and he says, thank you. And then he starts to like waver a little bit and you guys hear the buzzing of the Sturges as they begin to get agitated and, and kicked into high gear. But more alarmingly perhaps, you hear the sounds of galloping hooves and a thunder crack. And you look up in the sky, and out of these red-brown clouds, you just see these flashes of orangey light and the screeching of a horse. And you look back at the vampire, and he says, Run! As he crumbles into dust. Run! Yeah, that might be a good Yeah, we run we run immediately. We immediately cheese it. Actually, you have to roll initiative because 20 Sturges attack you. Oh, gosh. We made a decision, though. You can't take that away from us. Decisions were made. That's right. It was the right decision, guys. It was definitely the right decision. It was a decision. <laughs> I'll regret nothing, man. And I was wrong. His nightmares actually uh, combat and defense are equal to the amount of swamps that he has. That's, <laughs> that's true. Let's go. Let's go. I'm here for that action. Oh. No, I'm not here for that quick no. action. No. Not for that quick action. Holy jiminy. Oh, oh my, God. my goodness. Wow. Well, Sturge attack. We're about to get sturged up. When you Oh, wow, there are so many Sturges. <laughs> yeah, that's just uh... <laughs> All these Sturges start swarming at you. You got a wall of fire, huh? Chris Fail says, Jason, a veteran. Table talk, table talk, table talk, table action. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although, 
Lulu is very happy because what you actually just did is you freed his soul. So he is going up to be judged by Kalemvor, the god that determines where your soul goes after you die. And Kalemvor might decide that he gets to go, you know, up to Helm or Torm or whoever he worshipped. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good thing that you did that. Like a happy ending. Could have done that for all those other guys, but Uh, you didn't. They didn't have tokens. (laughs) That's true. Uh, All right. They probably didn't have alarm signals either. Uh, oh man, I don't want to have to roll initiative for all these fucking sturges. Just say they're all a two. Yeah, yeah. call it even. Two. Give them a two. We took them by surprise. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you guys all rolled your initiatives. So it's all you guys, and then the sturges. So, uh, De Bobby, you are up first. Oh, I am. Yep. Maybe I will cast Wall of Fire with the shield. Oh, uh, they're all fifteen feet up uh, oh, in the air. Drat. I can fly right over it. Wait, they're 15 feet up? Because uh, yeah. the wall of fire goes 20 feet high. Okay. So, and then if they had to fly over it, it would, like, take them some time, right? Yeah, they would have to waste some movement going up and over it. And they'd still, like, might get burned because, like, it's a wall of fire. Any of them that are in the wall when you cast it will immediately take damage. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Why not? This guy is going to get three charges a day. Might as well use one. I'm going to try to do it. It's 60 feet. I think it's two charges for the wall of fire. Pretty sure. Two charges daily. Is that right? Uh, it's It has three charges and two for the wall of fire, one for the fireball. Firewall, 60 feet long. Uh, can I get a wall that's long enough to stop most of them? I don't want to waste more time. So in six seconds, make a quick calculation. You're like, oh, there's four of them lined up. <laughs> wall of fire. Uh, go and roll 5d8 damage. And they're going to make their saves, although I kind of doubt that it matters. I don't think they have the, uh, the hit points. No, they don't. They are instantly turned into dust, ash. Yeah. 18 damage. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Those four surges, dead. Mm. Anything else with your turn, Bobby? I'm just going to start moving away. So, Bobby, you light up the wall of fire and you shuffle on towards Race and Lulu. Yeah. Um, who weren't over there actually, but yeah, they were they were over there. They've been over there this whole time. Oh, but how are they talking to the dude? Oh right. Oh shit. Race. Uh, yeah, you would have to. You and Lulu would both have to be a lot closer. Yeah. Okay. We were thinking pretty loud. Actually, you know what? Uh, instead of going that direction, where was I? Up here. I'm gonna go one, two, three, four, five, six, thirty feet. I'm gonna go thirty feet, hit this direction, try to distract that guy, but also head towards the exit. Okay. This guy is fifteen feet up in the air, by the way, so Yeah, that's fine. Alright. Then, Coslo, your turn. Okay, I'm gonna turn it into a war horse. <gasps> and then I'm heading for race, because he's gonna need it because his legs are shortest. He's right there. There. <laughs> <laughs> I go race, get on my back. Whoop. Right uh, uh Scoops me up with a snout. And then I'm going to run. Run down the hill. So you you uh, use a bonus action to transform? Yes. You ready your action, and you're going to dash once he mounts you. Yes. All right. That's what's going to happen. Globjack, your turn. Can we go straight down the edge? Yeah, you're going to have to jump over some cliffs. Or jump down some cliffs. Like, how high are those cliffs? Each one is approximately 20 feet. It's only 2d6 falling damage. It's not that bad That's for true. a big, strong guy like you. 
<laughs> could a, could a warhorse jump down it and land yeah. on his feet? Uh, you're, there's no way to avoid the falling damage. Okay. If you're a monk, uh, you can avoid the fall. You oh, are I a monk. A monk. <laughs> 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 do you have the like the falling thing yet? I do not have that at this point, but my speed has increased by ten feet, so I get seventy feet per turn as a as a warhorse. I think I could uh, I could give you an athletics check to um, have the damage. Sounds good. My jump distance is doubled. That doesn't really... It's probably not going to apply too much here because you're jumping down a thing, but if you did have to jump over a gorge or up something, that's really... I have a climbing and swimming speed equal to my walking speed from Deft Explorer. So as long as you have, like, at least one hand free, you can can climb up and down stuff without having to make checks. All right, so at the sight of these... This massive swarm of Sturges, plus whatever the hell is coming out of the clouds at you. Globjack just books it. He just... <laughs> you guys see him disappear over <laughs> the edge of the cliff. Well, he said run. All right, race, your turn. I'm on a horse, right? You, you can spend uh, your movement to get on the horse, yeah. Oh, I thought he just, like, picked me up. Um, okay. I'm going to hop on the horse. Now, is there any way I could animate an object to make him as a horse run faster like, animate some horseshoes or something? Because I know he'd be able to fly, like, 30 feet in the air because it can lift something. I don't know. I'm just thinking, man. Well, you could definitely animate something for yourself or, theoretically, a horse to ride on top of. It wouldn't make it move faster, but it would give it the ability to fly. Do you want to fly a horse, Jason? Ramp me down a hill. Ooh! How? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> You're already going down a hill. Oh! Like, maybe if... If I make like um, what are those things called when you jump on them and you jump higher? A trampoline. A trampoline. Yeah. What if I trampoline you towards the cars? That'll be safe, probably. It sounds horrible. Oh. It sounds like a death sentence. That one. I mean, I think you're just gonna break his horse knees. Oh. I mean, but you're like a strong horse, right? Yeah, but my got little tiny stick legs. Oh. All right, never mind. I'm just on his back. Sorry, I didn't have my mic on. I have little tiny stick legs. <laughs> You turned your mic off? Because I was chomping my meat. Sorry, audience. I was more rude than No, you. no, you were good. I was just barking stuff. All right, so Race ponders what to do to be useful in this situation as Horse Coslo gallops down the hill. What's your speed, Coslo? My speed is, if I'm, if I'm just running, it's going to be 70 feet. 70? Okay. So you guys make it 70 feet, uh, get off the summit, and start heading down the paths, and you hear... All of the, all of the uh, people impaled on the trees, they can all easily see what's happening, and they're screaming. And they're all saying, Harriman's back! No! Save us! Oops. Uh, I don't think we've got time to save you. Sorry. If I could, I would, but I can't, so I won't. Exactly. Oh, I, I forgot to roll for initiative for Lulu. Uh, unless she gets lower than a two, I think she'll go right before the Sturges. I always forget to roll initiative for her. Because she's an NPC that has no agency. She can't choose to do anything. Um, she's going to go to initiative count three. She just delayed her turn until after she saw what you guys did. So she is going to just follow all of you. She just books it. And actually, in one turn with the dash, she's able to get down to the, uh, the demon engines. Start the cars, Lulu! She's like... Should I start the car? All right, I'll start the car. And uh, she she gets to it, and you can see her sort of, like, trying to figure out how to turn it on and, like, 
It's kind of cute, actually, how she's like a chubby little elephant thing, like flapping her ear wings and Sturge time. So now my only target is uh, is to Bobby. Yeah, goal achieved. Good luck. Yeah. Now that you nerfed your AC down to 22, I like my odds. Um, yeah, they can't quite make it to the horse. A couple of them are going to start going in that direction, though, and dash to get up to the horse, and they start sort of like surrounding uh, you guys as you're trying to make your daring escape. This one has to go around the wall. It's 10 feet. And, alright, it's able to make it there with its dash. This one can't even make it to you by dashing, so it's gonna go for the Bobby. Okay. Sturge trying to sting you! Whoa! Oh, got a 20 to hit. <laughs> Not enough. Yep. That's adorabibble. Adorabibble? <laughs> Why'd you say adorabibble? <laughs> it's my native tongue, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alright, this one is also going to go for the horse. Then I think the rest of them are just going to surround to Bobby. You're in a swarm of bees in a beekeeper outfit. I'm just going to do all their movements first, so I don't forget to do that. So, only three more attacks coming at you this turn. Everything else is going to have to dash. I got an 18 as my best roll, because none of them had advantage. So, you escape being hit by any Sturges this round. Suck it, stanky Sturge. But you do end up getting surrounded by Stanky Sturge. I gotta fight your way out. No. Yeah, so they just dash, uh, which allows them to fly up and over the wall and then pretty close to you. Uh, All right, so Dababi, your turn. All right, this is what's going to happen, Sturges. I'm leaving and you can't stop me, so fuck off. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on myself. Ooh. Give myself cat's grace. So I've got advantage on dexterity checks. I don't take damage from falling 20 feet or less. Ooh. And then I'm going to run like a mofo. You can't run. You're surrounded. Yeah, but I'm going to run through them. They're two sizes smaller than him. Yep. So he can he can move through their squash space. them. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Enjoy your attacks of opportunity, scum. All right. That's provoking from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Here we go. One, two. Oh, that first one hit. Holy shit. Six piercing damage. And as you as you run, you realize its proboscis has snuck in between the plates of your armor and jammed into your arm. And it is still there. And you realize that the Sturge is coming with you as you're uh, oh, running. That's neat. So six points. Go ahead and apply that. All right. There's three attacks right there. Four now. Five... Six crit, another six points, and another attached sturge. Seven, eight. That's literally what they do. Another hit, another hit, another six points, and another attached sturge. So if you don't mind, uh, well, actually, you can move yourself. I don't know exactly. All right. So movement speed when you're dashing. Um, you can't dash because you use your action to cast the spell on yourself. Right. So you can move thirty feet. And versus difficult terrain. So you can move twenty-five feet. Now you're like. Surrounded by a swarm of bees in a beekeeper suit, but you forgot to put on your helmet. Complete silence. Just making sure there's nothing <laughs> else. The joke was too good. That's the problem. It was very cerebral. Yes. It was a thinker, man. It's like the Stephen Fry of RPG. It's like last summer when I tried to get rid of the 
hornet's nest. Oh Jesus! I made a ho- I made a homemade beekeeper soup and it got in behind my goggle. You made a homemade beekeeper soup? I did. That's brave. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question: When I teleport five feet backwards, do the sturges stay embedded in me and teleport with me? Mmm. Good question. Teleporting puts you in the ethereal plane momentarily, doesn't it? Let's look at what the Sturge thing says. I would say that, uh, yeah, you they, you lose them. Okay, good. So I'll be right there teleporting and getting their asses out of my body. Okay, so you, you teleport back five feet, and then you use your special boots to retrace your steps in time. That's right. Boots of the winding path. You right. used them. I did finally. Sweet. Hell yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, good, because do you know what they do if you if they stay attached? No. Do you want to know? Yes. They automatically deal 1d4 plus 3 points of damage without having to roll. I had a feeling. Every turn. And then you'd have to spend an action to remove them. And you had three of them attached to you, so it would be three turns. If I didn't have those boots, I'd be in deep shit right now. Yeah, these Sturges could be a problem. All right, Coslo, your turn, buddy. All right, I'm going to spend a key point and do Step of the Wild, which allows me to use... Uh, disengage as a bonus action. <gasps> wow! From these sturges. I'm not super familiar with the uh, the the mounts rule, but I think if you disengage as the mount, I think that that applies to the rider too. Okay. Pretty sure. All right. Do you just get one bonus action? Yeah. Okay. Good. And then I'm going to dash. Okay. It's getting hairy. It's getting sturgy. Says a rider never provokes opportunity attacks while using mounted movement. Oh, cool then. Beautiful. It's funny because the vehicles, that is not the case. <laughs> vehicles provoke attacks of opportunity, and the people riding provoke attack of opportunity. But I guess not so unmounted. 70. That's where I would land if I was just using my standard movement. Sure. But if I'm dashing, I get double that, right? Yeah. All right. You see Glubjack finally. 30, and I'm going <laughs> to jump down off of this. Ooh. 30. All right, make an athletics check. I would use the Warhorse's athletics, right? Yep, plus if you're proficient, add your proficiency bonus. Okay. I'm not seeing that it's athletic. So it's just strength. Okay. Strength is 18 for a warhorse. Okay. So that's a plus 4. 15. 15? That's good. Cool. Uh, So you're going to take half damage. Um, You do fall prone because the rule is if you take any damage from falling, you automatically fall prone. Um, But... Uh, how far can you jump? That's the real question. My jump distance is doubled. Right. So... I think you can jump up to 30 feet then with an 18 strength. Yeah, and if I'm like jumping down, seconds. yeah. how far is it down? Um, It's going to be the full 20 feet, but it's only going to cost 30 feet of your movement to do it. So... Uh, so then I've got up. five more feet. Okay, but you're prone, so you won't be able to spend it. Okay. Um, but you do land... Pretty much where you need to be. Okay. Uh, Race and you are both going to take the falling damage, but it's going to be halved. <laughs> oh, we fell? We fell. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's go. Okay, you each take two damage, and you're oh. both prone. Okay. But you made it <laughs> off of Harriman's Hill. Yeah. In two turns. <laughs> and and you did oh, Christopher shit. Reeve. Hey, so. that's true. <laughs> I'll take it. And you land, like, within about 30 feet of the... Uh, the vehicles, and you hear, you're like, 
you were excited because you the the buzzing sounds of all the Sturges is like way behind you now, way back where Dababi is. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you hear him screaming and yeah. like getting killed by carrying on as he does. But this other buzzing sound is like really close to you. That oh, that's exciting. Like, what is that? And you look over at the tormentor that still isn't on yet, even though Lulu was supposed to turn it on. And above the Tormentor, about 40 feet in the sky, you see what appears to be a massive wasp. Except instead of yellow, it's blood red with black stripes and this huge curved stinger. And in its horrible fiendish insect arms, it has Lulu grabbed. Oh my God. And is just booking it into the sky. And it's how far up? It's like 60 feet in the air. <gasps> uh, nothing I can do to help her. I don't have... You can make a religion check. Okay, I'll make a religion check. That's, that'll that'll help. That'll help her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, it looks like she's screwed. <laughs> okay. Uh, five. You have no idea what that is. <laughs> Oh, shit, Lulu got stolen by a wasp? If you were to guess what it's called, what would your guess be? A red wasp? Close, but no. (laughs) Blood wasp. Not quite. Fiendish wasp. Getting closer. Devilish wasp. Even closer. Hell wasp. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Glovejag, it is your turn. Do I notice the hell wasp? Make a perception check. How far is it? 300 feet? It's uh, 60 feet up in the air. Oh, 60. That's no problem for Kuragul. Yep, you notice it. And range from me? From you would be, I would say, about 130, 140 feet, something like that. I don't know. And which way is it flying? It appears to be flying like to the east on the map. Okay. Off to the right. Morning Shaft is a sword, though, right? Or was that a bow? Morning Shaft is a bow. Okay, so then it Morning fires Shaft. fires chicken-shaped arrows. Right, so that would be <laughs> what you'd use instead of Kurigul. Yes. <laughs> I know how my weapons work, Jason. <laughs> well, but there was some confusion about whether Morning Shaft was a sword before. Yeah, right? it had been. it had been put in as a sword. Uh, okay, let's see here. I'm going to, uh, as a bonus action, uh, cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. And then I'm going to, uh, run this way, um, and I will bring out Morning Shaft, and I will fire. How big is this thing? It's large. It's the size of a goddamn horse. Damn. Morning Shaft! That probably doesn't hit, huh? Oh, and an 11? Oh, unfortunately, no. Okay. On my second attack, I will use my inspiration. Okay. Damn. Oh, shit. You got an 11 and a 9 on your first attack, and a 9 and a 7, a natural 1 on your second. Oh, no. Well, uh, that's it for me, then. All right. You spend a turn that, you know, perhaps you were initially planning on using to just book it. Uh, to try to save Lulu, your friend, from this unknown uh, hell wasp ambusher. Um, but yeah, you uh, both shots go wild. Why don't you make a religion check, see if you know what this thing is at least. <laughs> cool. 
and then harpoon gun. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully I can slow him down so you guys can actually attack him. Cause... Mm, 14. Uh, unfortunately, that's not enough. Mm. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, race. Your turn. All right. <sighs> You're prone on the ground currently. Oh, son of a biscuit. Sorry, it's uh. I'm going to turn into a giant eagle. Can I do that from the ground? Yeah. Okay. Are you polymorphing? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to polymorph it. Ah! <laughs> the is I'll get to a chicken, and then I'm just going to take off after him. I have a... All right. Uh, I guess he still has to use half his movement to... He does, turn yeah. Over or oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever makes it make sense. So, but. giant eagle. Um, no, can he still dash? Yeah, he can use that as his action. Yeah. You can do that, sure. Let's get a giant eagle out on the map here. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I didn't know you could polymorph. Oh, you took that spell, didn't you? Level seven, yeah. I want to fly like an eagle oh, to yeah. save Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a giant eagle Race has the a roaster. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, fly speed of 80 feet. Um, so, yeah, you spend half your movement to get up, and then you uh, take off into the air. Um... I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm going to move the giant eagle over so I can more easily access its character sheet. Uh, and we're just going to theater of the mind your little chase with the uh, with the hell wasp. You can go 120 feet. Um, okay, uh, Lulu, her turn. She starts shouting. She's like, "Save me, oh Lord! Oh, all the gods in heaven! I don't want to be hell wasp dinner." Oh. Trumpet him! Trumpet him! <laughs> She uh she's like I can't I can't reach it my my trumpet it, it's it's bound it's got me all wrapped up help sturge time oh also the clouds begin to part and uh, the Bobby as you're sort of like running and swatting at all the sturges and teleporting around and doing all your craziness you catch a glimpse as the uh, clouds part uh, and you see. Uh, the creature that uh, is pursuing you from the sky. Oh, fun. Oh, boy. First thing you see is the horse that it's riding, this nightmare. I had a crazy nightmare the other night. Yeah. I won't go into all the details, but uh, we are at a big family gathering. There was all this sexual tension going on. What else is new, right? Cold <laughs> Coldplay was there uh, to perform a concert, and the lead singer of Coldplay performed it on my lap. Uh, and as he was singing and moving around, I got an erection. And I was really uncomfortable. And I was like, oh man, I, like, I'm really sorry about this. He's like, don't worry, it happens all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's a cold then, play, yeah, for sure. And then Tom Brady came into the room and gave us all these weird drugs that looked like, I don't know, like almond bark or something. Uh, so I got really messed up. Uh, and then and I, you like, had an erection. Yeah, and then I, I, I started having sex with family members, and then like we tried to run away, but we couldn't run away, um, because there were these like uh, it was like molasses that we were running through, and there were all these helicopters trying to stop us. We had to get into this semi truck and like hide in a parking ramp, so these other guys in semis uh, wouldn't notice us there. It was like just continue one like. Obstacle after another, after another, after another. And, uh, oh yeah, and, and Reggie Watts was somehow involved. He was name-dropped, I think. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, I don't even like Coldplay. All right, so you guys see the like, nice close-up of the nightmare. 
Uh, and then the guy riding it, it's uh, like that. Ew. Oh boy. Oh, he looks funny. Uh, like the yeah, bit. there's. Uh, I wish I had a better picture to show of, show of him, but he's got a flaming uh, halberd that he's carrying. Oh, good. As well as this like large shield, and he's wearing black plate mail that is just covered in spikes and fiendish adornments and his eyes glow with a fiery burning hatred. He doesn't say anything. He just wordlessly gallops through the sky towards you, pointing his halberd in your direction. And we we think maybe this is Zariel's right-hand man? Yeah, this uh, possibly is Harriman. Which is her right-hand man? And we're pretty sure he sees us. One of them, yeah. Okay. One of her, like, uh... Generals. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Shield, what's the deal with this guy? That is Harriman. He's a Nazagon. Fallen Paladin. So, like, I should try to get away, right? Oh, yes. If you do not want to end up like these poor souls, I would definitely get the hell out of here. Well, that was my plan all along, but just like to have verification, you know. <laughs> Nazagon sounds like another D&D Let's Escape Tolkien lawsuits name <laughs> if you want to have a cool story to tell your friends back home maybe you should try hitting him with a weapon or two being able to say yes i wounded a narzagon is pretty cool right uh well i don't really have any friends that would be impressed by that i don't think <laughs> are you sure uh not yet how far away is he he's an arbitrary distance away okay i thought you were gonna say he's in orbit <laughs> It will only matter if you guys take too long yeah, <laughs> to, well. get to get the hell out of here. There's a possibility you might want to be like, take him on. And you just wait, and then, then, we'll, then we'll start caring about distance. Uh, get a couple of hits in, and then we'll head out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Sturge time. Maybe we could leave him a present. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that to you. I could uh, enchant like a rock to talk to him when he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> At the cost of moving, like... 40 feet, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. All right, Aaron, uh, these Sturges all are able to get to you and attack you. Oh, come on. Didn't any of them get burnt up a little bit? Yeah, you instantly killed four of them. Thunder wave them. Yeah, but they can't even all attack me. Yeah, they can because they uh, they can use uh, the third dimension to get above you, and I just don't want to... Piled them all on top Wait, of each other. Three dimensions. How now? many fucking? Yeah. Get out of here. Okay. How many two-dimensional space? <laughs> How many openings do I have in my armor? Uh, well, you got to pee somewhere, right? You don't take your armor off to pee. Ooh. And no. you pee, you pee in the mouth of evil a lot. So, and all, you also so, have joints that need to bend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's like mail in there and stuff. So that's sixteen sturges that are attacking you. Jesus. All in my dick area. Some of them might get to your dick area. All Don't right. You know it's Sturges that give you problems. Yeah. He's been fucking up top tier bad guys the last few rounds with Sturges. Well, this starts with a natural one. Three. Fail. 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 Four. Fail. 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 Six. Fail. 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 Seven. Whiff! A hit. Hit. Five damage. Two attached. Eight. Miss. Ooh. Whiffed. Nine. Miss. Whiffed. Ten. No way. Miss. Ha. Eleven. No way. Miss. Twelve. 
Miss. Miss. 13. Let's get him. Miss. No way. 14. No way. Miss. Crit. Crit. Mm. Eight damage. Not Reattached. Great. Ouch. 15. And 16. Crit again. Five. Another five damage, and four of them are wow. attached. Cool. How you doing, hit point wise? Great, I have 16. Cosmo, you can talk to animals, correct? Not today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not these animals. Well, I was going to say to me, because I'm an eagle and I can't oh. speak, because I'm going to save Lulu and I want to I know what's going can't. on. No, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a spell for that. I have speak oh. with animals spell. Oh, did I, yeah, I just... Because once I catch her, I won't know what's going on, so. Okay, to Bobby, your turn. And I want to save Bobby. Okay, so if I move 60 feet, they'll have, they won't be able to attack me. They can get in position to attack. But they they could get in position to attack but you. They're going to get attacks of opportunity, attacks. like all of them? Yes, <laughs> unless you disengage. Which would do, how do I do that? That's your action, and then you don't provoke, but then you're only moving 30. Okay. I have a better fucking idea. I'm going to use the boots to teleport back 10 feet away from them and then run around them. Why don't you fucking thunder wave them, dude? You think it'll kill them all? I don't know. 18 Eight, damage 18 killed like they were four. pretty easy to kill, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty weak. Only 18 was on I, the top. I was thinking about it, you know? I was they thinking are, about even it. though it looks like they're spread out, they're actually all in those, like, squares around you. They're in a 15-foot cube. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah, they're all in a 15-foot cube. All right, fine, then. I'm just going to kill them all with one hit. If that's what you're going to make me do. I just wanted to run, but I guess I won't. It was just a cardio, guy. I don't know. That's your sort. That's your deal. That's what you do, man. You kind of just beat the people to fuck all right. up. So those boots, how exactly do they work? They, you can teleport back to where you were. That doesn't sound like exactly how they work. <laughs> that the previous like... turn. Okay. I don't... Can you read them? Yeah, that's basically it. I need to know exactly how they work. I, that's what I just asked. <laughs> well, I didn't memorize it. Okay, while well, wearing these boots, a creature can teleport up to 15 feet as a bonus action to an unoccupied space the creature can see. The creature must have occupied that space at some point during the current turn. Oh, it's during the current turn, not the previous turn. That's the part I was thinking. Okay, yeah. so I'm not going to teleport. Instead, I'm going to fucking just kill all of them instantly. Give them the so you can choose to place the 15-foot cube on any square that is adjacent to you, or you can even include yourself in it. So you can thunder wave and hit all of them, but it will hit you too. No, it won't. It sweeps out from me. It says right here, each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, so the 15-foot cube... You can originate it from you, in which case you won't be able to hit all of them. But you can originate it from your feet going up, in which case it will hit all of them, and it will also hit you. There's no. What I'm saying is that there's no way to hit every one of them with this spell without including yourself in it. Because you're right in the middle of all of them. Okay, so I can hit them all, probably. Yeah. And you're not going to do 16 damage to yourself with this spell, right? Right. Well, 2d8. If so, I fail the constitution save. And if you fail the con save and roll maximum damage, you will knock yourself out unconscious. But you have to do both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've said that, that is what will happen. Oh, yeah. So get ready. <laughs> we got you. We'll come back for you. All right. It's time to feel the wrench, motherfuckers. Thunder wave. And I sing it like ACDC. 
Thunder Wave. Is that, is that your comment for the podcast editor? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. I was caught in the middle of a stage attack. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the ground. <laughs> and I knew there was no turning back. Where the hell is the thunder damage? All right, all right. I was waiting for the song to be over. It was really good. I'm on this highway in hell. All right, here comes the thunder damage. Get ready to get thunderstruck. Capacho. Drop it on the head. All right. Six points. Hey, it's not maximum damage. No, but. Probably enough to kill a sturge. How many health do they have? Why don't you roll your save? See how much damage you take. All right, constitution save. Here Bitcoin. it comes. Bitcoin. Bam. Come on, baby. Bitcoin save. Okay, Goop. So you take six points. Cool. But the plus side, all of the Sturges die. They have two hit points. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for helping me consider that option. All right, so yeah, Dababi finally fed up with all these insane Sturges, <laughs> blasts himself almost to death. But when you open your eyes again, there's just this huge pile of dead Sturges like, at your feet. <laughs> <laughs> blood everywhere because they were filled with blood. Like a popped mosquito. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just drenched in blood, actually, at this point. And that spell is very loud, too. So uh, you all hear it and you kind of turn and look over expecting to see like a flash of lightning because it sounded like thunder literally struck the top of the hill. All right, so that was just your action. You can move now. Yes, please. But uh, first I think to myself, wow, this has been a weird day. <laughs> uh, and then, how, so I can move uh, just 30 feet then. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm perched at the edge of the cliff. Okay. Then, Wait, cost. did I move five or six? I could move six, though. Are we going to have another chase? So I'm going to jump the cliff because I can move five more feet. Okay. 20 feet, I take no damage. I got Cat's Grace right now. That's right. So you just you just jump to the bottom of the cliff, land gracefully like a cat. That's right. I land like Black Widow, that silly pose, you know? <laughs> Every time you it. got hit, you would have had to make a concentration check. Oh, boy. But I forgot, so we'll just we'll just say you passed So I'm all still doing it? Yeah. Um, all right. Coslo, uh, the wasp, um, before your turn, uh, has just dashed off into the air uh it moves pretty fast and you see race uh chasing after it by your reckoning it's almost 200 feet away from you at this point i don't think there's anything i can do the harpoon only goes so far technically the harpoon can reach out to 240 feet if sure. you fire it with disadvantage right um yeah i could hit lulu could hit lulu yeah all right so are both are both vehicles running uh, Lulu turned on the Tormentor, but didn't turn on the motor, the, the devil, Devil's Ride. All right, I'm going to turn back into Coslo, and I'm going to turn on the Devil's Ride. Sure. Devil's Ride, but turn it on. All right, and then Glubjag. So they're heading off the right edge of the map? Pretty much, yeah. That's the plan. Okay. They're over well, 200 feet away from you currently. I can shoot at disadvantage up to 600 feet. So wow, I'm still focusing on Zephyr Strike. 
Manflesh says, all of this just to be able to own a house. Housing market is crazy these days. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you have to go through hell, literally. I will fire upon that B. Okay. B! Hey! That's a hit. Okay. I get the additional Zephyr Strike stuff, sure. um, which is a D8. Did you say you Hunter's marked it, too? I did not. Um, I can't do both Zephyr Strike and that at the same time. I could use my Planar Worry ability, but I'm wondering if I need to leave room for another bonus action here. All right, additional four damage, and that also gives me the increased movement when I hit something with Zephyr Strike. Sure. An additional 60 feet of movement if I want to use it. Yeah, I guess I'll come down. All right. You climb down the... uh cliff really quickly and easily this is gonna try to stay some in range if i can sure as a bonus action then i am gonna drop zephyr strike and hunter's mark it sure uh what's the range on hunter's mark just to make sure that is 90 feet. 90 so you're Can't not gonna be it. in range to do that okay well i've already used up my zephyr strike stuff anyway so let's see he's still carrying those coins i am oh <gasps> Ooh. Forgot about that. Yeah, you have disadvantage on all your attacks. Well, you're just gonna have disadvantage anyways. So it's double funny. disadvantage. That has not mattered at all because he every time we forgot, he either had disadvantage already from something else, right? Or he rolled so terribly that disadvantage didn't even matter. The positives. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's been so terrible that nothing he's done has mattered. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's all I'm going to do. You have a second attack. Oh, you're right. Why did I say that? I don't know why you, you said know, that. I said the coin thing, and then you said the second attack thing. <laughs> we're, we're, we cancel each other out. Yeah, okay, we well, so I'll out. use my, um, Cause my he's planar warrior anyway, on this that's one. That's why you said it. Oh, I might. <laughs> I, I would have hit uh, with disadvantage on the last roll. That's true. That's true, yep. yep. Yeah, maybe you'll get two crits. That'd be great. And it has happened. Hey! Legends wow, only. Ah, nice. Legends only. 18? You got one crit. Uh, All right, 18 is a miss. It, no, I got 19. You have disadvantage. I have disadvantage, my friend. Oh, what, oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Because of the soul oh. coins. Oh, yeah. Yep. 18 yep. is a miss? 18 is a miss. Adios mio. And a 19 was a hit. A 19 was a hit. So what does that tell you? Uh-huh. <laughs> but, well, I got in uh, 16 damage anyway. Goodbye, yeah. Lulu. It's true. <clears throat> All right. Well, Glovejag, uh, you, you estimate that you have about another round left to shoot it before it disappears behind some tall pillars of... What appear to be mammoth tusks. Okay. You drop those coins. Or penises. You're not sure. Yeah, I probably will. Race, do you take off as the eagle? Oh, yeah. I thought it was already flying after, right. but yes. So the eagle is slightly faster. Uh, you started uh, pretty far away and prone, but you notice that you are catching up to this wasp, but it's going to be quite a while. You're actually only like 10 feet faster than it. So it'll probably take a few minutes for you to actually make up that distance. But you can keep following it as long as you want. Go get it, man. I'm going to get it, man. All right. All the Sturges are dead. Debobby, your turn. Hiruman's getting closer. 
Finally, I can run. I want to move 60 feet. Can you chart the shortest course back to my motorcycle from here? Right. Ignoring uh, the fall because... Yeah, because I got... It's, that don't matter. Yeah, so it's going to be... You're going to end up right there. That's right. 60 feet. Just hey pretty guys. much right where everybody else is. How's it going? And the timing is really good because right after you get there, uh, you hear the neighing of the uh, nightmare above you. And you realize that this nightmare is now only about 100 feet away from you. And I realize that Coldplay is playing a song on my lap. And you're hiding in a semi? <laughs> oh no, you've got a boner! <laughs> oh, Tom Brady, give me some of those drugs. Hide <laughs> the boner in the car park. <laughs> you have to make an option here. You could spend another round trying to shoot at this hell wasp, or you could get into the vehicle. I think race is still our hope for possibly catching it, so... Um, I'm going to get in the vehicle. All right. So you guys pile into this vehicle with this horrible, powerful devil coming right at you. And you turn. luckily they're already on, so you don't have to waste any time doing that. And you just kick up as much dust as you possibly can and zoom out of here right in time for us to do yet another chase scene. But that's going to have to happen next time. Rated RPG. Oh, baby! Oh, man. The suspense. Yeah. The cinematic quality. Wow. Oh, You're right. We're going to have to have like a simultaneous chase. Race chasing the wasp. Yeah. And then you guys trying to escape Harriman. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be pretty fire. Oh, man. That's, that's going to awesome. be a great cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you just cast like reduce on Harriman's horse and he falls off and I'm just like, ah, it's bullshit! Yeah. <laughs>